Welcome to Podcasting for the Right Reasons, where ABC brings us new drama. And we've got a whole batch of new analysis and a new bachelorette. Absolutely. Ern Marty, it's a pleasure to have you back. My name is Brendan, and it is really good to be here for another week. Actually, a week one. I'm going to consider this a week one. This is a new season of The Bachelorette. Right. It's a fresh freaking start, and I am here for it. We need it. It really does feel like the only thing that keeps it from feeling like a new season is the return of Claire and Dale. But even that, it felt like it was kind of like telling a story from last season. And also, I didn't care. (laughs) You're like, also, newsflash, don't care at all. If they just spent the rest of their lives not seeing, not being a part of Bachelor Nation at all in a home in Sacramento, that's fine with me. I don't need you in my life anymore. Okay, I will say, though, I did tear up just a little bit when Claire teared up when she was talking about how much she loved him and how they just knew. I I did, because I said, I believe in the soulmate kind of love. I just recently watched Serendipity, okay? (laughs) If you guys haven't seen that, you know, Kate Beckinsale, John Cusack, they're soulmates. They try to find each other. All I can say is during those segments... I did the fake look at my watch. <laughs> Never want to watch. I don't like watches, but that's like, okay, let's, let's get the back to why we're all here. No, like I, no I was you. kind of glad that they wrapped that tale up though. I was glad. I was pleased to see how the time that they dedicated to it. I was worried it was going to take like a full hour. That's true. I was glad it only gave, they it, only, only gave them two like segments. 15. Was it 10 minutes? I don't even. It was like, two segments. Yeah, so it was barely, like, I yeah, I was worried um, because Chris Harrison is like, right now we should be watch t- watching Tasha go on her dates, but we can't do that right now. And I was like, no, are we going to take a whole hour? It's going to be like an after the final rose, and then we're going to have to after the final rose, after after the final rose at the end of this. But no, I was glad that they wrapped all that up. I guess... But my question is, will they bring Claire back out for after the final rose? No, I think For the done. guys to tell her... You think that's like that's it? I think they're done. Okay. I yeah. think every, I, I, I think the staff and the crew and the guys are fully focused on Tasha now, and I feel like yeah. Claire's just going to be something that happened this season, but it's no longer going to be the uh, the pressing thing. How insane! How insane! Yeah. Damn. So let's get this started. Uh, yeah. Tasha walks in the room and Easy says, "Oh my god." And that I seems know, to be the reactions consen- of them. That seems Their to be the reactions. consensus for the rest of the guys who are just floored. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, and we already talked about how much we love Tasha, but like they there were several comments, obviously, about her looks, because she's beautiful. But then also so many of the men were talking about her energy. Yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. her presence, it's her personality. Mm-hmm. She's just a delightful human being. That radiates and translates to us as the viewers out here. You know, we get that, you know. So if we are feeling, like, as enthralled with Tasha out here just watching, like, my friend Mary texted me and was like, I'm obsessed with Tasha," And I was like, I know. So if we're feeling that way, watching her on TV, I can't imagine what these guys are feeling. These guys are probably like, whoa, yeah, this is the best girl ever. I mean, especially, like, she's such a different speed from Claire. So to have that come in, it's like they tried to pick someone who was mature, but also, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, she's not Claire. We promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And I did think that it was interesting hearing some of the guys say, and I think it was, is his name Brendan? Yeah. Like yours. Um, Which he is going to be saying, a problem if he continues to be a part of the season. <laughs> like he was saying that she's kind of more of his type anyway. You yes, know, Ivan she's was more saying of, the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting. And I also wondered how Claire feels watching, if she's watching the rest of the season, hearing that. Because it's kind of like these guys are like, yeah, you know, I'm really glad that she's gone. While other guys really still hung up on her. Well, one guy in particular still hung up on her. But, you know, I just thought that was interesting. And I think I think all of Claire's drama, too, helps them to quickly fall out of... Um, fall out of... Affection. Uh, what's, the, what's the word? No, infatuation Infatu- yeah. with Claire. Yeah. I think that there were probably so many guys who never even got to that level. Right, right. Really, the only guys that got there were Blake and Jason. Yeah. I mean, realistically, yeah. you know, and poor Jason, like... I felt so bad he for opened, it, it, I, Me too. Like, it was too soon. That kind of therapy date that they had was too soon for a first date, and it messed up the rest of the season for him, and that sucks. Yeah. But we'll talk about that in a second. So she talks to Ivan and Riley and Jordan, who all basically tell the same story, that they are over Claire. Mm-hmm. They really like her, and they're really excited that she's here. Mm-hmm. There really yeah. wasn't, I mean, this a lot of this first segment was, I'm really glad that you are here. I'm really glad that yeah. they brought you in. And it, and they didn't even necessarily seem to be a lot of, like, I know who you are. Mm-hmm. But it was a lot of just, like, you, what we know of you in the five minutes that you've been here seems great, and I'm really glad that you're here. Yeah, and I, I don't know if they, you know, I, I didn't hear anybody say that they recognized her from Fulton season or so. from Paradise. So. so, like, I assume that somebody would know who she is, you know, and she, yeah. like, she told them, like, I've been in your position. She's mentioned it, so they know she's been on the show. But it didn't really seem like anybody really had watched previous seasons or seen her. Or if they had, they just didn't air it for whatever reason. They kind of glossed over it, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the guys seemed to really be into her. Uh, Blake and Jason both talked to her, and they both shared that they had had feelings for Claire when she was there. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it is what it is. It's nothing that you can really do about it. Right. And Blake, Blake was really excited about Tasha. Blake was kind of like, I'm here for her. Or I was excited about Claire and I'm sad about Claire. But he was like, whoa. I'm done with Blake at this point officially. Because you can't be that into Claire and then be equally into Tasha, who's the exact opposite in a lot of ways. Yeah. That quickly. So I think he's. I know, and that's and I stand by that because as someone who's really into Tasha, I was really anti Claire. Yeah, yeah. They're they're such different speeds of people. It's true, and I think that yeah, the guys who fell for Claire are probably not going to fall for Tasha. Well, maybe I don't know. I don't know. But the, the the thing is, the only person that actually fell for Claire, besides Dale, left. So we're not even gonna get to really know. That's true. Because, like I said, I think I think Blake is full of crap. Yeah, I was so excited about Blake. I think Blake. I think Blake really loves the him. idea of love, mm-hmm. and it's just whoever can get him that is who mm. he's infatuated with at that moment. 
So you think he's a little desperate then, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a little, little hungry he, he for that the, love. He, he oozed desperate when he said he bought a book about Alzheimer's. Okay, and when he was talking about, um, oh my gosh, what was it that he said this week? Um, oh, I can't remember right now, but I remember thinking like, wow, he's just really, really into this. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't remember. I'm blanking on what it was, but I just literally remember thinking like, wow, he's just really excited about about this whole process. <laughs> he, he was a but little yeah, intense. He, he saw Tasha and was like, Claire, who? <laughs> right. Um, After like 15 minutes ago being like, I don't know, can I do this? <laughs> whatever, man. So, uh, we see Tasha sit down with Brendan. This mm-hmm. is where like I first started to see like, okay, well, there's something between her and him. I was surprised, honestly. Brendan was just very in the background with Claire. So we didn't I, get to know him. And I think that's because it, he she wasn't his type. Yeah. Okay. If she her, wasn't his type he was, or he wasn't her type. I think it was both. Yeah. I think she needed someone who was a little bit less timid and mm-hmm. he needed someone who's a little more timid. Yeah. So I think somebody to just, balance him out. I think it was a bad matchup for them, which is why I think it's yeah. a good matchup for him now. Yeah. But, but I thought that was very interesting though, and Brendan came out like I was like, Whoa, okay, we have not seen him a lot, didn't hear from him a lot. Yeah. You know, didn't I didn't even realize how adorable weeks. I actually think he is. Yeah. <laughs> He was yeah. He I really liked him a lot. Uh, they didn't get, they don't get a whole lot of time though before Chris pulls Tasha aside. Uh, the the first time uh, can I steal you for a second is done by Chris. I think. Oh, uh, Chris Harrison, man. Well, Brendan was not going to forget that. Can I steal you for a second? No, he he mentioned it later. Came around later for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he pulls Tasha aside and he says that. Is, do you think this is all you got? And he's like, that's really all she needs. But okay, let's add more people. And a limo pulls up, and she gets to do her limo entrances with Spencer, Montel, Peter, and Noah. Okay, how did you feel about the the limo introductions? Like him saying, "Hey, we've got a brand new person." I think, or we got a brand new people. I think it was double edged. I think that they wanted her to get the real feel of being the Bachelorette, and mm-hmm. part of that is the limo entrances. And like I was sharing with you before, I think Spencer's a plant. And they mm-hmm. had to find a way to get him in without making it seem obvious that they were bringing something, somebody in to stir things up. Because yeah. you don't yeah. come in and say, which of you scared off Claire so quickly if you're not, like, trying to be that guy. Yeah, and he came off with a certain air about him. Like, he, yeah. it's different than swag. Like, there's swag that's, like, you come in, you have a confidence, you know, and you just, like, you're excited about it, but you're also kind of um, commanding a room like they said that Tasha does. Um, but this guy really was just kind of, he came off like, he came off like a douche, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Immediately when he walked in, they were like, um. plus they were already upset that, you know, not only were there new guys being added to the group, but what got me, and I know I texted you during while I was watching it, um, I felt bad for them because I had not realized that this these four new limo entrances happened before all of them got to meet her. Yeah, they had so to know how to like, chance to sit down. Yeah, and so when I think it was, his name Ben? Yeah. Um, I think Ben said that, like, uh, and Zach, um, 
like they they hadn't they were like what is this you know like life can't just be easy for just a second and i just like these guys have had, already had a rough ride that a bachelorette that basically ditched them grabbed a hold of one dude and didn't pay attention to them for the rest of the time then they're like what's going on then chris is like well you got you got screwed out of one experience. We're going to make it worth your while. Don't worry, but you have less than 24 hours to make a decision. Then right. they're like, okay, well, here we are. They meet Tasha, And then it's like, oh, just kidding. No, it's not just you guys. Like at least let them meet all, like let her at least talk to all of them and then be like, here's four new guys now. Yeah. Because I think that just felt a little insulting. And then I definitely, I realized that when Spencer grabs Tasha first, and then mm. that's when they were like, we haven't even, the people who have already been here haven't even all talked to her yet. Yeah. And he cut off, um, was it Chasen? I think, I think it was I Chasen. Think so. or, I think so. And, um, and somebody else, like they were trying to grab hold of her and he like cuts off like three dudes. It was like two or three dudes. And she let him cause she thinks he's cute. Um, and I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like pre, <laughs> this is funny, pre-pandemic me, me early 2020, I don't know why, I don't know what it is, maybe maybe this whole pandemic has changed my type of guy, <laughs> but I feel like pre-pandemic me would have seen Spencer and been like, that one, go for that one, Tasha. <laughs> like that, that's, yeah. that's the guy, he's so cute. But present day pandemic me, who's like a survivor, not really, you're a survivor, real COVID. You're, like, you're, a, you're, you're a cynic now. <laughs> right, right. Like, I have not gotten the Rona, but I'm like, I've been like, I'm learning some survival skills here in this 2020 pandemic. 2020 me, yeah, I'm a little cynic. And also Spencer, I looked at him and I was like, you're what I used to want. <laughs> <laughs> I no longer, I no longer like this pretty boy thing. It was the weirdest thing. So I feel like in that moment, Tasha was like, "Ooh, I like him." And in that moment, I realized how much I have evolved, or not. I don't know in my type of men. <laughs> but I was like, "No, I don't like him." <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird moment for me. I thought I would share it with everyone. <laughs> uh, the conversation was whatever. She thought he was mm-hmm. really cute, but there wasn't anything to the conversation. Uh, then Chris mm-hmm. comes in and drops off the first impression, Rose. Of course he did. We cut back uh, after the break. Uh, she sits down with Zach. They uh, mm-hmm. throw coins in the fountains for wishes. and Which I really liked. That, yeah. I thought that was sweet. And then she seems to be really into him so far. Uh, she mm-hmm. throws cornhole with Noah. Oh, that's great. Who was apparently... it? I thought that was Ben. Wasn't it Ben that no, she threw ben danced. She was... ben danced with her. Was that cornhole with Noah? Yeah, because he threw because he they threw cornhole together and then later in the grass. Oh, that's and right. And then later on, Ben danced with her by the fountain. That's right. That's right. Okay, I should have remembered the mustache. That's right. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought, oh, he probably looked it up before. Because since he was a new guy, he could have. They could have been. Like, it's been. T- it's Tasha. Because these guys knew. Didn't they know who she was? Or like they, um, I felt like they had some sort of like. I don't know. I think they came in maybe knowing, like, being told that it was Tasia. I mean, it might have been told, but, like, I think they probably had already had their technology taken away. Maybe. I don't know. I would but think when he so. played cornhole with her, I was kind of like, did you look that up real quick? Yeah. 
Uh, she hangs out with Damar for a little bit, and then she takes the first impression of Rose and takes Spencer out. They talk for a little bit, and then he gives her the the he she gives him the first impression of Rose, and they kiss, and then she talks with Kenny and dances with Ben. And then Chris pulls everyone in, and he says, "This is where we normally start these rose ceremony." But Tasha cancels it. Yep. Which I was okay with. Yep. I was totally fine with it. I was nervous when Chris was saying that, like, or when or when she said, "I should have known something was up." When she said, "This is normally when the rose ceremony would start," and he was like, "Right." Like I should have known because if it was going to start, he would have been like, "Tasha, take your time." about your roses and then he would step back in the shadows and we wouldn't have seen him for the rest of the episode. <laughs> no, we would have seen him when he came out to say, guys, this is the final rose. Right. Like, but instead, like you said, he, pre- he presented that one rose and she... Uh, did you predict that who she would give it to? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, he, she was clearly really into him. And the yeah. guys that she had connected with later in the episode, she hadn't really connected with them yet. Mm-hmm. So the first impression, Rose, is unless someone makes a huge impression, it's the person you find the most attractive. That's true. Unless you're Nick and you like know how the game works and you give it to someone else. That's true. Uh, well, I mean, Tasha might know. Tasha probably knows how the game works. Yeah, but she was she was like he's super attractive and it's normally the guy that I would go after. So I think it was just for her. She yeah. was just like. This is a guy that I think is really cute. He seems sweet from the conversation we've had. Here's the first impression, Rose. Mm-hmm. And historically speaking with the Bachelorettes, when they give out their first impression, Rose, it's usually the person they end up with. So I'm just saying, yeah, I when, hope not. When was the Do you remember the last time a Bachelorette gave the first impression, Rose, to the D-bag? Um, was it Hannah? Hannah giving it to Luke P. And eventually... Yeah his douchebaggery was removed. You're right. So hers was like, hers was like an exception though. Cause usually that first impression where I was like the bachelorettes know, like they, they know they see the guy or they spend time with the guy. And then they're like, okay, that guy. And they usually either end up married to him or dating him for at least three years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think when I think as a douchebag, he will, someone will eventually take him down in a two-on-one in the blaze of glory where either he, either the douchebag will survive for one more week or he'll be sent home. So it'll be between him and Riley based on how this episode went. I think him and Riley will end up in a two-on-one and then he'll survive, but like for like one more week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can see that coming. I don't think he's going to win. He might make Mm -hmm. it to, he may make it to what would, I guess is a FaceTime hometown. Oh, you're right. I'm guessing. <gasps> you're right. How is this going to work unless her... Whoa, I didn't even think about the hometowns the way they are. Yeah, so it's going to be a weird one. We'll have to see what happens. Ooh, yeah, I never considered that. Man. All right, so then well, we... Yeah, we'll have to see what happens. We cut to a break, and then Chris starts the AFR portion of our episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Claire comes out she says everything is a dream come true and seeing Dale was love at first sight and she kept being distracted talking to the other guys thinking about Dale all yeah. things new. she was also just very still very very excited about that ring of hers 
Chris asked her how many channels it gets. Like, she's just super excited about that ring, which you guys might um, have seen on our... uh, on our Instagram page, I did share a flashback of Benoit <laughs> proposing yes. to Claire um, because Benoit has legit got to be like, excuse me, what? Like, I got down on one knee. I gave that girl a ring. I remember it. <laughs> and she's still like, I've been waiting so long for this. <laughs> Actually, like, Benoit never happened. Okay, it's, though, Claire. All it's right. ridiculous. Um, I, just, I just can't. Like, I'm just trying to get through this so we can get back to what I'm really here to talk about. So sorry if this seems rushed or if I seem uninterested because I'm uninterested. Uh, <laughs> you really just don't care about her? I just don't. Bill comes out. Uh, he says it was love at first sight too. And she talks about how he cares so much because when she was pacing the pool with anxiety because she had to go on TV and lie to everyone again the next day about the fact that they hadn't talked. That's why she was so okay, anxious. That's not what. That's, that's why not she was what anxious because she, she had to go said, on TV though. and lie to them again. That's the part where I learned. Like I said, though, I I teared up a little bit though, and I did not I did not anticipate tearing up because though, like that's what everybody's looking for though. Okay, like <laughs> that's what everyone's looking for. She just happened to get it through lies and deceit. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think I kind of sort of believe that uh, maybe I want to believe. Want I to want believe. to just believe in the magic. <laughs> 2020 can't take like everything away from me. It can't it can't take my belief and my belief in like magical love. All right. It's but kept my belief that people lie because I've seen it happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, gosh though yeah so, so but claire and dale they like dale says that watching back like he didn't realize and they they both didn't realize that they were saying a lot of the sim- same things similar things like what they needed what they wanted and now they kind of just finally found each other and so they were what each other were looking for okay though Brandon. but we cut okay. we cut so we cut hold on we cut to break we come back and he again asks if they had any contact before the show and she says a hundred percent no and they swear they had no communication or anything before the show and that she followed a lot of guys and he was the only one get this being strong and still vulnerable on his social media what does that even mean yeah how, i don't how really be, know how that comes how, how does an instagram post show strength and vulnerability I need to I need to insta stalk him just like real quick just to see like how she could have gotten that. And um, then she reiterates she's thirty nine and she knows what she wants and claims she respected the process. Okay, see and like how many times? How many times? Like I swear, if I took a drink every time she said that she needed a man who shows up, somebody doesn't show up for her. Nobody showed up before Dale. Dale just showed up and he showed up time and time again. Even if you even wrong. if you just even if you just took a drink in episode three to the amount of time she said that, you would be hammered. I would have alcohol poisoning. Yeah, you you would like, be dead. I would be I would be doing a uh a, a podcast in memoriam of our co host that died <laughs> of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> because like she is obsessed with showing up. Yep. Somebody's showing up, show up, show up, show up. I get it, I get it, I get it. 
Uh, but the one my thing I, goodness. The one thing I commented this whole time is that Dale has to fight to say anything. Um, yes. Uh, Chris Certainly asked did them, notice that. Chris asked them what's next. And while Dale's in the middle of saying, well, probably marriage, she just screams babies. Babies. And he ignores her. Uh-huh. And says, yeah, we're, we're working on wedding plans. And Chris is like, oh, you're just going to ignore that? And he says, yeah. Like, Chris Harrison, this is the Chris Harrison that, remember how our last episode, I was like, you know what? Chris Harrison has redeemed himself in my eyes the way he handled this crap show, like, this whole landmine of a process. This is the Chris Harrison <laughs> that I know. This is the Chris Harrison. Well, He's he back full force. He was like, you're in my, you're on my, my turf now. You're back on my, t- my turf, my land. And I make you say things. And the way he was like totally forcing that marriage thing, totally making poor Jail feel super weird about the fact that she just yelled out, babies. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Babies. Did Dale even know? <laughs> <laughs> and then Dale, Dale says, well, marriage is next. And then Claire says, whatever happens, happens. And, and Dale says, marriage. Right. Like, Chris is like, oh, so are you guys going to have babies first and then married? Or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Whatever order, whatever happens, happens. And Dale is sort of like, we're going to get married first. Like, <laughs> I could not I handle that. Loved I love I it. could not handle what was happening. It was funny. So we... Uh, My goodness. That was Poor the Dale. end of the uh, AFR portion of our date. And hopefully we never see them again. Uh, I don't. I just don't know, though. I just don't know. Because, again, Dale was not necessarily blindsided, but, like, you know, we talked about this in our last episode, how Dale is basically, like, given less than, like, 10 minutes to decide if he's going to propose that night. Not even, like, not even, like, a question if he's going to propose. He just basically had to do it. And now, here she is yelling that they're going to have babies and, like, all of these things. And I'm just, like, I don't, I don't know. He says that he loves her with all that he is and all that he has. The only thing that that interview taught me was that Claire's desperation and Blake's desperation were meant for each other. And Dale was just more attractive. So he got caught in the middle. You think? I think so. I think, I think Claire's level of desperation for anyone to show up for her and Blake's desperation to take care of Claire's mother. We're meant for for each other. And they just... (laughs) There's just a good-looking Party City model that caught, got caught in the middle. Party City model? Is that what you... Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> I legit was like, what did you just brand him as? But now I remember. Now I remember. There's truth to that. So we, wow. we end that segment. We get back. And we have a dig card for Blake, Riley, Zach, Jordan, Noah, Peter, Jay, Easy, and Spencer. We're going to play mm-hmm. some uh, poolside volleyball. Yep. Yep, I mean basketball, yep, yep. pool basketball, not, not volleyball. That's right. I don't know. I knew there was a net and I knew there was a ball, so whatever. <laughs> I didn't even question it. So they, uh, they they play in the pool for a while. Then Chris comes and gets everybody out and says, all right, we're going to be split into two teams. Go put on your, your uniforms, which are just tiny Speedos and sweatbands. Yep. Which was Chris has to something. just hate this, man. Doing strip dodgeball three week, two weeks ago. Now he's yeah. watching grown men and speedos play basketball in a pool aggressively. It is. 
It is objectifying, I will say. <laughs> the show is continuously objectifying. Mind. This one I don't mind because they definitely would have just as likely had girls in bikinis playing volleyball. Oh, definitely. So, like, and I would have found that objectifying too. But this one, I'm just like, okay, at least it's equally objectifying as things that I probably will see in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I yeah. don't mind this one. This, and they were excited to see Tasha come out of the pool. Well, how can you not? They were very excited about that. How can you not? Uh, <laughs> we, we get into the basketball. It's pretty good basketball for pool basketball. Yeah. They're draining some shots. Uh, Riley and Spencer really go at it. Uh, sure do. Poor Spencer um, got a busted lip. R- Riley elbows Spencer in the face, and then Riley says, his face hit my elbow. Right, right. And, then, and right I love how that, Spencer is just like, oh, my lip, it's cool. It's all good. But Tisha, Tisha comes to see that. And- That's right. So right after that happens, I saw a tweet, and it was a scene from Drake and Josh. And mm-hmm. then Drake's younger sister, Josh's younger sister, Megan, puts a bowl of water on the door so that when it opens, it falls on him. And he goes, why did you put a bucket of water on, on my door? And she goes, why did you put a door under my bucket of water? So I'm just like, it's, just, it's, the, same, it's the same thing. His face hit so my Riley elbow. basically saw that episode and was like, yeah. <laughs> like, what? His face hit my elbow. I don't know, man. Oh, my gosh. But that, <laughs> Riley, Riley, Riley. I think that... Yeah, I definitely think that this beef is going to grow into a two-on-one date. Yeah. I can I can see your prediction there. I like it. I like it. Uh, blue team wins with about a minute left, and they're going to mm-hmm. stay for a barbecue. And once again, green team looks sad, especially Kenny, who, based on that, seems to have like basically just like not talked to her yet. But then teacher yeah. says, don't worry, green team. I'll see you at the after party. I'm just going to keep these guys a little bit longer for the barbecue, and I'll see you tonight. I thought that was cool. Yeah. It was def- definitely much better than how it normally goes. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. at least how it went with Claire. Where she yeah, just sent a whole team home. Uh, and this is about halfway through our notes, so we're going to take a break and do some news and notes. 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 <laughs> uh, we were here Monday, like 48 hours ago, so yeah. we only have two news and notes. Uh, I think I'll, we have three. No, we wait, have two. No, two? Uh, two I oh, had wait. one and you That's had right. one. That's right. <laughs> okay. Uh, my note is uh, Crystal and Crystal Nielsen, Coach Crystal, is pregnant. Uh, she announced her yeah. divorce from her husband in August. And yeah, she Chris, is now pregnant. Goose. Yeah, we saw them get married last year in Paradise. Awkwardly with a crowd of people that barely knew them. And John Paul Jones yelling <laughs> at Derek. <laughs> That's what happened at that wedding. That's all I remember. That's all anybody remembers from that wedding. But is geez. John Paul Jones isn't his intelligence being insulted by Derek, which never happened, never once. Right. He never right. once questioned his intelligence. No, he didn't. He didn't. It was false. It's fake news. But alas, that's all I remember from Crystal and Goose's wedding. And looks like from Crystal's Instagram feed, looks like she still has the dogs. And Chris is, I don't know where. I don't know. Uh, she is having a child with her boyfriend Miles, mm-hmm. and that seemed to happen really quickly for them. But good, I mean, you know, I don't. I mean, obviously they announced their divorce in August, but I think mm-hmm. they had been separated for a while. So yeah, so I mean, good for uh, good for Crystal. Hope Chris is okay. 
Yeah. Um, I saw some people commenting on Instagram. They were like, somebody check on Chris. Um, and then when she first posted the pregnancy test, um, I, I saw some comments. People were like, who's, but who's the dad? Is it Chris? Who is it? <laughs> I'm like, like she's going to announce it in the comments and be like, guys, it's Miles. <laughs> Who knows? But he looks cute. Like yeah. that's all I have to say about him. I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about him. He, he looks like an adventure kind of guy from his Instagram yeah. feed. I did a yeah. little stalking. So, um, but yeah, so, yeah. So Tasha's, uh, one of Tasha's four guys, because she got um, four guys that were added to the 16 to make rounded out to 20. Um, Peter Giannakopoulos, I don't, I have no, I probably sure. totally butchered that. That's fine. Let people butcher my name or Marty all the time. I'm so sorry. Hard name to hard name, my bad. Um, but he actually was diagnosed with COVID-19 Tuesday. So yesterday. Yes. <laughs> and then got into a serious car accident upon hearing the news. Um, there is a photo of him. I almost held it up to show you guys, but, you know, you can't see me. Um, but he talks about how the past 24 hours have been some of the hardest of his life. Yesterday, I was diagnosed uh, or test positive for COVID and he began a two-week quarantine. Um, and as if the, the news wasn't bad enough, while driving home from the clinic, my anxiety started to get the best of me. And as a result of anxiety, I lost consciousness behind the wheel and my car went off the road and a guardrail and hit a pole. This, like, man, this poor guy. Wow. He, his face looks kind of banged up. Doesn't look too bad. But on top of having COVID and then getting into a bad car accident, that's just rough. And it's the night of your debut on TV. Like, that's a triple whammy. If he doesn't go that far in this season, it's probably like, he's probably like, oh my gosh, this just sucks. I don't, I don't think he will. I, expect, I don't think he will either. I barely remembered him. I expect two of those four to move on, and I don't. I don't expect either of those people to be Peter. Same. I think same. it's Mustache and Spencer. Yeah, yeah. I definitely don't think because based on the fact that one, when we were about to start recording, and I ask you, who was the other guy <laughs> that was there, and then found this news, and you said, "Oh, that was him. That's the other guy." <laughs> yeah. I mean, I saw him in the background and literally thought to myself, wait, who's that guy? There was another guy. There's another new guy. So I don't think, yeah, no. I don't think about Peter is going to go very And I'm pretty very, sure very the uh, the good luck of the salmon jacket will end with Montel. Uh, yeah. When he came out with that salmon jacket, I was like, please. Because wasn't there somebody else that arrived in a salmon jacket? Was it easy? Didn't easy arrive in a salmon he, jacket? He did a, full, he did a full ensemble. Oh, he okay. He did a full salmon suit. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember, but I was like, somebody's already done that. So now he like this whole salmon thing is going to die with Montel. Cause I'm like, come on, like this is bad now. It's over. It's funnier when somebody arrives in a salmon suit, you know, yeah. but the, that whole legend was great because they passed that jacket around. It's- yeah. It, it wasn't <laughs> like it was just somebody's jacket. Everyone who fit the jacket wore the jacket. I loved it. It was the scissor of the traveling pants. I loved it. <laughs> the brotherhood of the salmon jacket. That's absolutely. Uh- <laughs> We get back. Uh, we we get back to the show. Uh, Joe and Jason are talking outside, and Jason seems to be having quite a hard time getting over Claire. Jason, 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 Jason. I love Jason. I told you before. He was one of my front runner favorites, and that's why I'm so pissed at Claire for having that early therapy first date with him. Yeah. Ugh. 
like that just totally uh he really opened up and really fell for claire and as a result he's sitting by a pool talking and about to cry <laughs> yeah but uh i i didn't think jason was going to stay even no. I think he was going to give it a chance and I just didn't think it was he was long for this for this part. The moment he said how did he describe Tasha when he said the girl I met last night and I was like okay nope he's out. Yeah. He <laughs> Cuz was... he was already disassociating from the process mm-hmm. when he said the girl I met last night or some, something like that. Yeah, I think it's I think I that's like, almost his words, yeah. Yeah, it was like oh okay. So she's a girl you met, but like he's still, he's not there, and yeah. that was that was sad. That's sad to me. And I thought it was interesting. We'll get to this later when we get to that section. But Tasha really wanted him to stay. Yeah, um, and that's what I was saying is that I could see, I could have seen him being a guy that Tasha would have liked. Yeah. I mean, I definitely saw him as a guy I would have liked. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you know. Yeah, like, I could have seen that work out. And I could tell from night one when Jason was so funny, I was like, that guy, that guy's on to something. You know, he's he's somebody I was hoping would stick around in the process. Um, And freaking Claire. Ruined his season and broke Jason. So mad about it. Uh, After that conversation, we get handed a date card. And Brendan mm-hmm. is going to get on one one. Yeah. Oh, wait. Did we talk about the fact that he was leaving? No, we haven't gotten there yet. Okay. <laughs> no, I was, just, I was just previewing that. I was just... Oh, okay. We were talking about Jason, so I got distracted. <laughs> right. I mean, this episode is not... It's not a spoiler for you guys. You guys probably already know what happened, but... <laughs> spoiler like, alert. Jason oh, no, I ruined it. I ruined the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you're listening to us and you haven't seen the episode, then thank you, I guess. That's that's your bad. <laughs> that's on you. <laughs> also, thank you. We appreciate that you – we uh, we can be that for you. As another podcast says, we watch The Bachelor so you don't have to. Right. So but, thank you for making us your yeah. one-stop shop for Bachelor reviews and analysis. Right. So, I mean, yeah, what I really meant was come in and stay a while. <laughs> <laughs> Rip on Sorry people. I ruined it for you. Uh, we cut back to the after party. Now all the guys are back and Tasha sits down and she just uh, thanks everybody for coming. They do their, uh, cheer that I thought would, when I first started watching, I thought it was just like a Colton thing. And then I thought it was like, mm-hmm. okay, Hannah was just doing what Colton did. And I realized that everyone does this. Everyone just has, feels the need to give a, a toast every time they sit down as a group. Yep. Okay. Like it is just a thing. I guess I'm going to start giving toast uh, post-pandemic just anytime I'm out with my friends now. Every, every time you sit down with friends? Yeah, I'm just going to start giving toast. I'll be like, this is this is my my pandemic, my post-pandemic toast. They'll be like, what's what's going on? Why does she always do this? She lived a year of her life in quarantine. She hasn't seen anyone <laughs> in months. Right. Not going to waste a day without giving a toast now. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> she talks to Easy first. And Easy is smitten. He really is. He's giddy. Like he was giddy. She's kind of giddy because he's giddy. <laughs> and I think it's. I think I don't know if she was giddy about him or just his energy. I think it's his energy. I think it's more of his energy. I don't. I don't know if I pick up on a solid chemistry with them yet. 
But I mean, it doesn't. Um, I mean, yeah, that doesn't. That doesn't mean it may not happen. But definitely at this right. at this point, it's uh, for easy. It's smitten and Tasha. It's like this guy is a lot of fun and he's a lot of good energy. So yeah, yeah, she likes him. He likes her. He's definitely like this. Could be the beginning of you know a love story. And the, what's important is that he's open to that. Yes, she just arrived. He's been there. So like it's. Yeah, he's open to it, and so I think that she'll, if it if it's to work, he needs to be in the place that he's at. Absolutely, and she's obviously open because she's there. So we're mm-hmm. we're both in a good spot. They're both in a good spot for that. Uh, mm-hmm. She talks to Zach, and they just kind of both talk about why they're still single. And then yeah, I didn't realize that Zach was thirty six. I didn't realize uh, that either. I figured he's going to be like thirty, but I didn't expect uh-huh. thirty six. Yeah, thirty six. So he and 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 that made sense to me because I was like, okay, he seems he seems very like even keel, yeah. very like knows who he is. And I told you though in the last episode, he was one of my predictions. Yeah, you did. I you could, called it. I could see that, and I was I was surprised that I was right <laughs> that they. <laughs> I mean, not that not that I like. I thought that I was right, but you know, like I was surprised. It was right. So so quickly, yes. you know that that yeah. was like going to be a guy that she's like, okay, I see you. Yeah, um, but, uh, but yeah, she, she says that there's not a lot of men where she's at, just boys, and then she basically says he's not a boy, he's a man. Mm-hmm. So she I think that was a solid description, like what she she's basically roundabout saying what Claire was shoving down her throats that she knows what she wants. Yeah, you know, and Tasha mentioned that phrase, but then also gave you know gave a description. Uh-huh. And I liked I liked that. So it was a fresh a fresh take on an, an old old repeated line that Claire gave us every week. Yeah, uh, she said she feels comfortable with him, and then she talks to Jordan, and then he says that he would, didn't know if he was going to stay, mm-hmm. but he's really glad he did to uh, to 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 meet her and get to know her a little better. Uh, this is the first conversation we've seen with her and Riley. Uh, yeah, yeah, he says he wants two kids. And she wins five. That was funny. Like, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. That escalated quickly. <laughs> but then she has a really good conversation with Kenny about the fact that mm-hmm. how Kenny doesn't wear suits. And Kenny had to buy Kenny, a suit for this show. I'm digging Kenny's energy. I like Kenny I'm digging, a lot. Yeah. I didn't think came, I was going to, but I do. I do like Kenny. Yeah. He came out the gate when he was... Uh, Defending his dudes with Claire, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we already were like, okay, we're seeing a lot of Kenny, but now I see how he owns his space. Like, I feel like he, the space, that's the vibe I get from Kenny. The space in which he occupies is like, he is, he is solidly aware of, you know, he well, doesn't think- overshadow anyone. He doesn't over talk anyone, but he commands his space. And I think that's part of what he has to do as a manager of, musical people because musical that people can be intense and mm-hmm. they want to be the center and they want to be on top so mm-hmm. he has to navigate and maneuver those people and tell them what they need to do and tell them how to how to do things but not seem demanding yeah that makes sense so i think as sense. a as a people who manages music musical talents he's well in his element with uh cocky cocky good-looking guys so i think mm-hmm. he's like okay well, i i know what i'm doing here this this feels like my this feels like my job yeah yeah 
Mm-hmm. Okay. But, yeah. That's, that's a good, that's a good analysis of who he is. Yeah. So we're digging Kenny though. We're digging, digging Kenny. Kenny. Digging Kenny. Uh, Spencer and Riley, uh, go at it again with words. Uh, at the little, right. at the little sectional thing. Uh, and then Kenny says that he seems like a, a bleep. I think for the purposes of the conversation, we'll just go with douchebag again. Because we've called yeah. him that before. <laughs> and Riley said he knows men, guys like him. We call him lunch meat because he's a baloney because all he's doing is talking crap. I, I felt that. I was like, lunch meat. Okay, whoa, lunch meat. And not only did he tell us, he told you know, he then told him to his <laughs> face. We call guys like you back home lunch meat. And he was like, okay. <laughs> but, you know. And then he goes, because all you do is talk crap. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, he's not just saying it behind his back. He's saying it to his face. Like, that is what I can respect about Riley is that he did not just tell us. It was. If there was one person in that group of guys that I did not want to have an issue with, I think it would be Riley. Um, Yeah. I and I could uh, tell that Spencer was kind of like, oh, sh- oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh <Ermardia. laughs> I mean, oh, shoot. <laughs> well, we'll have to bleep that one out. <laughs> yep. I literally was thinking what he was thinking, but I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Well. <laughs> oh, well. But I think that's what he was thinking. Yeah, that's definitely what he was thinking. <laughs> Uh, Tasha sits down with Spencer and he gives him gives him some ice for his lip and they chat for a little bit uh, then she comes back to the rest of the guys she thanks Spencer and Zach and Easy and then she gives Easy the rose yeah yeah so I I was glad I was really glad the way that she did that I was really I loved the way that she acknowledged Spencer first um, I was. Were, did you think that she'd give him the rose again? I thought she was going to give it to Zach. Yeah. I I don't know. When she said Spencer at first, I was worried. I was like, "Don't be clear." Don't when be when clear. I heard that, yes. But yeah. When I heard heard us talk to Zach again, I'm just like, okay, well, maybe she's just thinking of several people, and then she'll give who I think deserves the rose, Zach. Mm-hmm. But I was fine yeah. with her giving it to Easy. Yeah. Um, I was fine with her think... giving it to anyone but Spencer. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. And Spencer's shirt. Come on. What was that shirt? I, I hated everything I about him. him. But yeah, I was really glad that Easy got that rose. Yeah, and he, he was is, very happy. He was clearly on cloud nine. Yeah. Afterwards, we uh, we cut again. Jason, we get we get some of the guys. I saw Joe and Chasen and Blake, and there was one other guy. I don't remember who it was, but they're talking at night poolside kind of about where Jason's head is at. And mm-hmm. then Jason comes out and he says, hey, I mean, I, I'm i going to go ahead and go. Uh, yeah. And he, he shares that he's not really in a place to be open right now, and he doesn't feel it's fair to the rest of the guys or to Tasha to take up time and take up space when he doesn't think mm-hmm. he can get anywhere. Yeah. I thought that was rough and I, but it was a very mature, um, and I, I think it was, uh, was it Chasen that said that, or no, Zach. Yeah, I think that he, said right. that, the fourth guy was Zach and Zach said that he's stronger now than he ever was. Yeah. And the fact that he could think about other human beings and her, yeah. you know, and put that above everything like that, that really, 
that just bums me out even more because that made me like him even more. No, he just his no, processing he was, of everything. He is really, truly, so far a really good guy, mm-hmm. and it's really sad to see him go. And I really hope that he comes and joins us in in Paradise next year. Yeah, because I think that I think that that date that I'm so mad at Claire for doing, but at the same time, nothing happens. Like nothing's a coincidence. Like I think you said that last episode. So like, you know, yeah. there's no coincidence. There's no like everything happens for a reason. So I think that that date probably helped him process a lot of things that he hadn't processed before. It helped him open up. And I think now he'll probably if he comes back and he's in paradise or, you know, comes like to some part of the franchise again, I think that he would be more open and ready for love and he'll probably be a super great catch. Like yeah, he's, absolutely. I think he's already a good catch, but I think that this experience has probably made him even better. So if he doesn't find anybody outside in real life and comes back to this, I think that he'd be a solid guy to go after and like somebody to get. He, he, so. He's going to be, he's going to be uh popular on the beach, I think. Mm-hmm. So the good for, sure. for him. And I mean, all things considered what Claire did to him, I think it was best for him. He needed to break that down in one way or the other, and unfortunately just happened to come at his expense with Tasha. But I think it was mm-hmm. good for him anyway, too. I saw some comment on, on Instagram. Somebody was like, this is why you don't pro- process childhood traumas on <laughs> on TV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, this is why you don't process those things. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, then he he says bye to those guys. Then he goes to talk to Tasha. Tasha, mm-hmm. you know spend some time talking to him and they she kind of convinces him to be she tries to convince him to stay saying like yeah i mean this this will take time but i really i think it could be opportunity good opportunity for you to stay and she mm-hmm. says selfishly i wanted him to stay i it was something yeah. that i really wanted to get to know and i'm sad about that too because he was my other prediction yeah and so the fact that like she was like hey i like that guy too I'm like dang it if we were taking bets yeah. I would have been like, this would have been a solid, solid time for me to almost win money or something. <laughs> if that's how betting works on this, I don't really know. I know. Now I would have lost money. So I'm really glad <laughs> that I didn't <laughs> actually place bets. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, that really sucks. They, uh, the guys who are outside go in and tell the rest of the guys that, uh, unfortunately, Jason's decided he's going to leave. And yeah. the rest of the guys were bummed, and they continued to be bummed the next day. Blake mentions how, you know, he was such a loud, good personality to have in the house. Mm-hmm. And it's weird having him gone, which is and which really shows the impact that he was having with, with the rest of the guys. In term, not yeah. even just as a, as a friend, but as somebody who was a positive guy to have around. Yeah, so that's, that's a huge bummer. Yeah. Yeah, but it was good to hear the good things that they had to say about him though. Nobody was like, Good riddance. I hated that guy. <laughs> no, I I don't think anyone I don't think any of those guys would be happy to see anyone leave but Spencer at this point. I think the rest mm-hmm. of the guys were just like we're we're all cool together so far. Yeah. But well, uh, Tasha arrives for her date, but she arrives on horseback. Sure did. And everybody was loving it. Yes. Uh they <laughs> Brendan jumps up. Uh-huh. And basically sprints to his horse. Yeah, he asked if he was supposed to get on the back with her. She was like, you got your own. <laughs> Bennett, Bennett was loving her look too. Yeah. Was it was it him that said she looked cute in her little hat? Somebody yeah. said she looked cute in her little hat, which I yeah. thought was funny. But Bennett, 
Then, like, I'm sad that our dude Bennett has been kind of off to the side, but he's clearly loving every minute of seeing Keisha. It's episode one. Let's give Bennett some time. Not everyone can shine. I know. I just want him to have his moment. Well, I think think when they get rid of people next week, I think he'll still be around and we'll have have more Bennett. Okay. I'm praying for it. As we all are. So they go, they ride horses for a while and they hang out. And basically, Brendan's, Brendan says, Yeah, I'll keep trying to kiss her, but the time isn't right. And then, <laughs> once again, as if he hasn't been interrupted by enough by Chris, Chris shows up with margaritas. Mm-hmm. And uh, we keep, they keep going. And then Chris shows up again with ice cream. Do you think, how orchestrated was this based on the way that Brendan felt about him? interrupting him the first time i think it was just convenient you do i do because i think it was just they were trying to do a fun thing for the date because they don't have anything to do and because mm-hmm. no one's there but chris chris has to do it all and I it was guess. just it was yeah, just conven- you're right i think it was just i think it was just a funny i, I joked i said last week that no such thing as a coincidence but i really think it was just brendan was trying to make a move and every time he turned around chris was handing them another cold beverage <laughs> or like coconuts or something like yeah. I don't know <laughs> I just, just think that was pretty funny though yeah but then they went ahead and uh, jumped in the pool to cool off mm-hmm. so that that was good I really enjoyed I really enjoyed those two together yeah I thought it was really sweet and he finally got his kiss you know he yeah. finally was like hey I've been wanting to do something for a while and she was cool with it she's really into him he's really into her I loved the lead up to their dinner time, though. Yeah, me too. He was talking about what he was nervous about sharing with her. Yeah, and I thought it was really sweet because when he said that, I'm just like, oh, she's already divorced. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I've never been happier that somebody was already (laughs) divorced. (laughs) You know, but yeah, I thought that was a good, that was, um, I was really excited for him when he was saying that. And he was worried that she, he was actually worried that she would send him home because of it. You know? That's really... That's really hard. That's, that's yeah. tough to hear. Yeah. But then yeah. she's like, "Don't worry. Like I'm, I'm, I'm divorced too, and it was it wasn't anything that I did. It was in it was you know he cheated on her, and then like I mm-hmm. paused it, and Zoe had gotten home from work by that point. I said, "Who? Who cheats on Tasha? <laughs> I know. I know. It was, like, it she's was, like the best. It was ridiculous." Yeah, but I was like, like she said that she was not glad that he went through it, you know, but she was like, yeah, I, I relate to you on a different level, on a level that you probably didn't know that I would relate to you yeah, <laughs> or I would understand. So, um, yeah, I thought that was, that was great though. And it was, it really made like a solid heart to heart for them. Yeah. And I think it made their attraction stronger. For they sure. Both there, there was a lot of connections. Like between them, and I really think that uh, I was listening to to Nick Vile, and he had on uh, Lauren Zima today, and uh, I think it was it was a really I think it must have I what I think what they did the producers did was they suggested a person that she would connect with and feel comfortable with mm-hmm. in terms of Brendan in terms yeah. of similar life experiences, and I think they were just like okay let's she's already doing us a solid by being here on such late notice let's let's ease her into this with someone who has a similar life story 
Mm. So that's what Nick thought. Uh, I don't know happened? if it was Nick or, Nick or Lauren, but one of them was mm. just like, "Hey, this was a, this was somebody who would allow her to ease into the process a little bit." Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think that's good though. That's good, and she seems to really like him, so it's not something that's like forced. Yeah. Really, it seemed pretty genuine. Um, Agreed. So yeah, and she said that he's he's her type of guy. Yeah. So, so yeah. I think it's funny. He said that he's not the most handsome or the smartest. But he's well rounded, and she go. He goes. I'm yes. not sure if well rounded is sexy, but it's what I am. <laughs> I know. I loved that. I thought that was really sweet too. Yeah. I like how normal he seems. He's not too flashy, but he's not totally in the background. Yeah. And so I think it is really great that his personality is getting to come out. No, for sure. That was it. Was good to uh, it was good to see that. Yeah. But uh, they. She gives him the rose, and then they go out, and they're staring at the moon, and then they get the fireworks show. Yeah. And as I noticed, Easy and Chasen are also in the distance, able to see vague parts of the fireworks show. I'm just like, and you're just like, dang, they're having a good day. <laughs> I thought that was I funny. That's that probably was... the only time that the rest of the contestants have seen the lead in the contestants' fireworks show. Yeah. Because they're in the Because they're so facility. close. <laughs> Yeah. As we joked the first weeks, how Blake just had to walk like five minutes to interrupt their date. It's basically the same thing. Like, oh yeah, that's there's where they're having their date, I guess, over there by the uh, mm-hmm. the fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. So comment. I thought that was sweet. Though I was glad. I'm glad that worked out. Yeah. So that was. I, I really enjoyed. This was a really good date. I think that there was. They had a really good connection between the two of them, and I think. I think he's going to go somewhere. I do too, because I think um, she, it, well, maybe I'm thinking about the date that they were on. I could have sworn I saw her kissing him again, though. Yeah, they, they I think kissed they're... in the pool and they kissed in the fireworks. But I think in the previews, I feel like I saw more of him. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I really so I'm, think I'm trying I to think, remember. I think it's going to be a solid, consistent connection mm-hmm. that's built yeah. on a, a similar past experiences, which I think probably makes them both feel more comfortable because there's going to be, you know, certain triggers in terms of uh, relationships that end like that, that they're not going to have a problem with because they both have experienced that. So I think that'll, mm-hmm. that'll be beneficial for both of them. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you, uh, I think we both should do an updated three because an updated final three, since we actually, know who's there and who she's connected with so far. Okay. Hmm. Okay, updated final three. I think uh, my one and my prediction were the two same lists or same same list. So I, okay, who did I say? I said I had Jason. Now I need to remove him. Yes, you do. Um, I had Bennett. And yes, who else did I have? Uh, Shoot. Zach? I did have Zach. I said Zach or, um, oh my gosh, I need to like, I should have written it down. Yeah, okay, I will. Either. Probably should have. Okay, so my updated. Um, oh, I know. I said Ivan or, yeah. Ivan or Zach could like be interchangeable, I think. So my, okay, my updated, I'm going to say uh, Zach. And 
Brendan. And I'm still going to keep. Oh, I don't know. This is hard now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because now I want Bennett to be there. But I, okay, I definitely think Zach or Brendan or my third interchangeable. Oh, I'm going to go with Spencer. I think he's going to, I know. I, I think I, he's going to be in three. I think he's going to make it the top four. I think that's it. My final three are Easy, Zach, Brendan. Yeah. I think I Easy's, want I think Easy. Easy's energy gets him that far. I think she he, she developed an affection for his energy. Yeah. And then she when she realizes she has to make a hard decision and that's just that's the week three cut. Or that's the final three like that's the cut before the final episode is the easy. It's just like the connection isn't as strong as it is with Yeah. Zach and Brendan. I think I, I'm also rooting a bit more for um, for Ben than what I had thought. Yeah, I like, I ben. like ben, Ben's gonna, I, I think Ben's going to go far. Yeah. So Ben might be, I don't know. I think I'll be able, yeah. I, like I'll put Ben in like a fourth, a fourth area. Um, but I think that... I think I'll have my final list ready next week. All right, but I think that I'll put ben in, a, ben in a fourth place position. All right. Well, folks, this was another great week. We are super excited to have Tasha starting this starting this week. And hopefully we'll get a solid six or seven weeks, I think, of Tasha yeah. before, uh, before we start. Oh, we have a video. Hi. You guys can't see it, but baby Nolan is on camera right now. Baby Nolan, do you know who's going to win The Bachelorette? Hello? <laughs> I, I don't think he has any thoughts. He's like, it's Tasha. Tasha's the real true winner. Tasha's the real true winner? I like it, buddy. <laughs> I like it. Right. Bye, buddy. I love you. He's <laughs> precious. <laughs> oh, but uh, so, yeah, that's it. We You can follow us on Twitter at Right Reasons Pod. Follow us on Instagram at Podcasting for the Right Reasons. On TikTok at Right underscore Reasons underscore Pod. And then uh, anything else from you? Just don't, Ernie, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. I am just super, super glad that this long Bachelorette nightmare is finally over. Yes. And I think that as um, my friend... Uh, one of my friends had texted me earlier and said that I think it was Jimmy Kimmel that said something about the transition of power was easier than the presidential transition of power. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad that this is such a position. Well, the difference power. being that one of them wanted to leave. This is true. <laughs> this is true. They couldn't have left fast enough. <laughs> Claire was like, bye. I got to Claire go. I was like, Chris, so. just pack my bags. I got to go. I got places to be. I got targets yeah, to shop at while so. I show off my ring. Oh, gosh. Man. Claire, Claire, Claire. But yeah. All right. So I am glad, and I'm I'm so glad that we officially have Tasha. Absolutely. Tasha is here. Her to find love. And hopefully she is here to stay. Oh, for sure. And if we have we, to get a third uh, bachelorette, I'm going to, like, I'm going to shove my TV off of my dresser. <laughs> And then I don't know if we said this last week, but uh, Matt James' season is starting officially January fourth. So we yeah, will, we're coming we, back to Mondays. We will we will start 
the first Monday of 2021 with Matt James in our life. And I think we'll be in a good position yep. because of it. Fingers crossed. Absolutely. It doesn't cause too much unwanted drama. Absolutely. Hopefully not. All right. I'll see you later. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. 